This podcast contains discussion of mental health and may mention alcohol and drug use as well as suicide. Check the show notes for more information and links to relevant support services. Let's have a chat, an open, honest chat. Join best mates Lee and Jeff as they strip back everything, literally and figuratively, to have an open conversation about life. They might not solve all the world's problems from this hot tub, but a good chat with a good mate is not a bad place to start. Welcome to another episode of No Pants, No Problems. Welcome to episode four of, what are we calling this? No Pants, No Problems. Um, How do you forget after four episodes? <laughs> a little bit sidetracked because we've been talking about my other podcast. Well, we've been talking about a lot. So uh, find Lee Cole Hayhow on the socials and you'll see all of the different projects that I'm doing and a couple that I have coming. We've Fine. combined... Good, good wording. Yeah. I am, I like to think... I'm a decent presenter. The irony is when I finished recording Two Drink Cinema with Brett last night, yep. as I was doing the outro and mentioning all the socials and all that, I actually said, that bit is one I know I'm good at, <laughs> the announcing. And then tonight I almost said, welcome to another episode of Two Drink Cinema. But this is no pants, no problems. It should be pretty clear because of the fact that we're not wearing well, any pants. And the hot tub. Uh, and... We're not in Brett's lounge room. So another week of No Pants, No Problems. This is episode four. We ended episode three by talking about the kind of need for people to have the conversation. Have conversation uh, and have. that's the point of what we're doing here. And it's already starting. Yeah. And we've we've um we've started a couple of our episodes with the question, "How are you?" Yep. I think it's about my time to answer that, and I'd have to say I'm pretty proud at the moment. We've um we've only got a handful of episodes out in the world. We've recorded a lot more material that will come to light with your magical yep. editing skills. Yep. But already I've got quite a few mates that I've worked with. Quite a, quite a few mates that I ride motorbikes with and had a lot of different people reach out to me and say like yeah i've listened to your podcast it's fantastic i'm so so glad someone's actually talking about this stuff and one guy i've known for 10 years is like I've, I've, you know we've always been mates but i never felt like we were close i kind of feel closer to you now that you're you know we're even though you're not, I'm not talking to him. He feels like he's part of the conversation, which is what we were aiming for. Yeah, and and that's the thing. And I think I listened to a couple of other podcasts around mental health and that kind of thing. And it's amazing, and we have seen it in our real lives as well. It's amazing how once you put it out there, yeah, the number of guys that go, "Oh yeah, I feel that too," yeah. or Oh yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Um, and it's been, and I think it just it's, and this is the thing: it's creating us creating that safe space. Yeah. That if 
even if people don't feel like they can have the conversations generally, but, yeah, they could message one of us. Message you or I or for that. The case, yeah, like we had one one of the guys reached out and said, you know, like it's good to know I'm not the only one going through this. Like we yeah. are having that conversation together that is yep. the conversation he didn't know was an option. You know what I mean? That's the Yeah. Which was kind of yeah, it's 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 a good feeling to know that you can make a difference in other people's lives without Yeah. Being, without, without being in their face about it. Yeah, and it's about making this space for the conversation yeah. as much as anything, not necessarily forcing the conversation. No. But allowing the conversation to be had and showing that it could that it can be had. Well yeah, I I had one of the one of my mates at work, he's a he's a new guy that's just started with us today come up to me and say, like, hey look, you know, like I know you guys I know you deal with similar stuff and he dropped an absolute bombshell on me that I'm not going to go into details without yeah. his permission, but I was just like, I was actually gobsmacked. I was like, dude, like, how did how did you get through that? How are you like, are you okay? Like, is there anything I can do? Like, it's obviously a couple of years old what he was telling me about, but still, I'm like, what what he told me about was phenomenal. And I'm like, well, you know, what what made you bring this up? And he's like, you know, like, well, I know you're an advocate for this sort of thing, and like, if you need someone to come on the podcast and talk about how they deal with their issues and stuff like that, I'm happy, I'm happy to come on. I've had, you know, four or five guys offer to come on the show and say, look, yeah, look, I'd love to join the conversation in person. And I'm yeah. like, hey, whoever wants to get out and get naked in a hot tub, that's fine. You know, like we're, we're all about that. But I've also, you know, and it's an, and it is important, I think, as well, to acknowledge that people aren't necessarily ready to have the conversation. Oh, absolutely. So some people are and maybe yeah. are just waiting for that opportunity yeah. and us having that conversation and being a bit open about it well it's that level of friendship that we have and people listening in are starting to feel like they're getting to that level of friendship with us yeah if that makes sense yeah yep. we're, we're opening that door to like hey this is who i am this is what i'm about and they're going like shit he's not that different from me after all like yep. he's he's not you know the, i have the tough guy he's not the the barista he's there's got there's things going on behind the scenes that nobody really gives the time of day to think about everyone's too caught up in their own stuff and i yeah so there's the two there's the two sides there are people that are ready to have the conversation but just looking for the space and hopefully we create that space or create the ability to open the conversation but there are people out there listening um and i guess this is us acknowledging you listening thank you guys that might not necessarily be ready to have the conversation but are benefiting from hearing the conversation i've had someone um say to me when i talked about having guests on the podcast um he said oh i've got a lot to talk about you know with things that he's dealt with yeah um ptsd particularly but he said i'm not ready Ready. to talk about it right out there yeah yeah and you know we can this is behind a microphone we've decided not to do the YouTube and the Facebook yeah, videos yeah. for a, apart from the pantsless reasons. <laughs> so, you know, there is the ability to talk without naming names. Yeah, and I think I've I've been uh, I've received comments on that as well saying like hey, look, I don't want to talk to you and it be a public thing and I'm like no, no, like I'm 
I signed up to do this. I'm putting myself out there. You're putting yourself out there. And we're using, we're, we're being as vague as we can with who we're talking about for the simple fact yep. of just because you know us, you didn't sign up for this public forum. Yeah. And so, yeah, we just wanted to take a few minutes to acknowledge how much people already have engaged. Yeah. Which I think says a lot about the need for, for that, these conversations. For that to be, yeah. And I was actually talking to a friend on the weekend um, who is a psychologist, a very experienced one, and she was saying that the conversation is very important and it is, even though we are not counsellors or no, trained no. therapists, by we no, don't have by the no means. Paper, we don't have the answers. We just have space if we to did talk have about the, it. Like the, qualifications we'd have to nail them into the fence <laughs> above the hot tub well we completely like cured, didn't the, we completely cure anxiety last week yeah we that, did that, that one's ticked off <laughs> you'd have to like they have in the doctor's office we'd have yeah. to nail them up onto the paling fence next to the hot tub that's right um but we don't have those qualifications but what we do have is Life experience, experience yeah. and also the ability to talk about that experience and she was saying that there's actually been research that says that leans towards, I don't want to say too much about it because I haven't actually read the research and she'd had three or four wines when we were having this conversation. But she said that the the conversation is often the key part of it. Yeah, and just getting it out there. You might have someone who's been a psychologist for 20 years, has their doctorate in two separate areas of psychology you might have someone that kind of just scraped through their masters yeah. or in her words is selling snake oil. <laughs> but if there's not the connection for the conversation, then yeah. there's not the benefit. And that's that's kind of um, one thing that you and I have going for us. We don't we're not approaching this from a preachy listen to us, we have the answers angle. We're just like, yeah. hey, this is the shit I'm going through. If you're going through it too, listen along. Yeah, like it's yeah. it's what we're not we're not offering answers. We're just letting you guys know that you know guys and girls. I know a couple of girls listening in as well. That there is blokes out there going through the same thing. Girls out there going through the same thing. Like it's yeah, we, we've said this is a men's mental health podcast, but that doesn't exclude a female audience. We've got a few mm. people who listen in just because they're like, yeah, this is stuff we can relate to. And I think as we get further down the track, the the breadth of our networks will allow us to take on more of that experience and have the guests i need yeah. to buy a third mic stand have the guests <laughs> buy me a coffee uh, yep buy me uh buy me coffee.com forward slash no pants pod if you want to contribute to either the <laughs> mic stand or the inevitable destroyed microphone of jeff the, dropping jeff into dropping the water the microphone which i'm pretty sure is 50 50 tonight yeah, we've tried a little bit of a different. Yeah, we've got a different angle, angle going for my microphone, and I'm just precariously like sitting here staring at something that fine. is going to drop off. It's fine. I've given up on the towel. <laughs> Thank God. Um, <laughs> in our other uh, episodes, which will be down the track because we're chopping and changing the order. Yeah. Um, five episodes in a row, I dropped the towel that was meant to keep my hands dry into the water. Hilarious. So Hilarious. I haven't bothered with that tonight. But, yeah, we're here for the conversation. We're here for our experience. We're not yeah. going to give the answers, but it's great to see that already people are 
joining the conversation or getting on board with opening up to the conversation exactly already so i am i'm glad we started it i'm very happy i'm very happy that uh, it's going so well so early like i'm i'm not expecting you know to be the next oprah and richard branson i don't like children that much we'll be oprah we'll be oprah we'll get an island and just no just yeah. the interviewing part okay. not the right. not the children bit not the children bit and not the partner that lives in a separate wing of the house bit all right yeah that's Stedman. Although, i don't get it Stedman and gail 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 is oprah's best friend that who the it. rumors have been very much around they're the actual couple and Stedman is like a 50 year long beard right because oprah's really in a lesbian relationship with gail they're the rumours. I'm not saying this. Don't sue me, Oprah. Okay. So Oprah's been accused of being gay and eating children on our podcast yeah. so far. Yep. I think we've got to stop picking on billionaires. I know we've got a few left. Yeah, because yeah. they can sue us. What about that bison prick? Pezos, <laughs> what's his name? Fuck, I don't, you don't know. even know his name. He might sue us just for getting his name wrong. Yeah, just use Big Dog's last name. <laughs> 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 so thank you to everybody that has listened so far and thank you to... Everybody that has gotten in touch with us, uh, you can get in touch with us as well through the socials um, at No Pants Pod on Twitter and Facebook, and at No Pants No Problems Pod on Instagram. Um, Matt, in our glorious outro, will detail that as well. Uh, you can get in touch with Jeff or I personally, as people have done. Um, yeah, happy, and, happy to take any messages, guys. Yeah, and they've given us a few topics that they'd like us to talk about definitely yeah which is good Uh, and they'll be coming up as we go along throughout the weeks but uh thank you for getting on board thank you and we've combined two of my podcast ideas in the one which most people would go oh that's efficient no it saves you time it's like oh no that frees me up to do my business in the podcast (laughs) okay I so you found five minutes. Here, let's get a 10-minute idea yeah, that yeah. fills up that five minutes. I um, I have always been a busy person. Um, right back to high school, I was always doing uh, musical things at high school, extracurricular things, and then playing sport outside school, as well as sport in school. Um, and then that carried through. And I remember in my first teaching job... <laughs> How, how are we friends? I sit on the couch for yeah. like as much as I can. Well, I'm the main reason you leave the house. This is true. <laughs> other than work. Um, this yeah. is, this is, I'm getting paid for this, right? <laughs> Part of the reason we started this podcast is that it gives us a reason to hang out. Exactly right. It gives yep. you a reason to leave the house. Very true. I remember my first full-time teaching job. My mentor teacher couldn't believe the amount of things I did and- Considering I was a graduate teacher, it was ridiculous. That year, I was um, teaching full-time. I was uh, junior coach, senior assistant coach, junior coordinator, and club vice president at the baseball club. Wow. I was also president running the training program and presenting a program on the local community radio station. I remember this time, yes. And playing tennis yeah as well as socializing were you not on the committee at the tennis club as well at this point or is that after no i uh that was just after 
So yeah, I started. Uh, I started committees early. I just turned eighteen, and the president at the tennis club came up to me and said, "Oh, you went to Westbourne Grammar, the private school." I go, "Yeah." He goes, "Oh, that must mean you're pretty good at writing and stuff." And you must be pretty clever. We need a club secretary. The guy that's been secretary for 15 years is leaving. Wow. I'm going to nominate you. Wow. And I was 18. I'm like, if you want, Mike, sure. sure. I'll give it a go. Saw that club through uh, a merger with another tennis club. Yep. Then joined the community radio station. Um, no one was running training. They tapped me on the shoulder and said, we need to reboot the training program. You're studying teaching. How about You're going to do it. How about you do you step up and, you yeah. know. Because they had an older lady who had uh, run the certificate of broadcasting at a TAFE. Right. But she didn't want to run the program, but she was happy to teach it with me. Okay. So I ended up in charge of that. Then the president embezzled money. So he was out. So I got tapped on the shoulder to become the president. Well, you're doing everything else. Why not? Yeah. Um, and then because, as you said before, I had five minutes spare, mm -hmm. I took on two more jobs at the baseball club. Fantastic. Um, and that hasn't stopped. The I'm still the, stupidly the, the, busy. the funny thing about community sports, which is a throwback to episode two, mm. is the people who are willing to give their time and who are, have, have that passion for the project, whether whatever it is, whether it be a sport or a community radio station or yep. whatever, will always be tapped on the shoulder to. Yeah. If you're the one who's willing to put your hand up, there's your hand eight, will be eight, put up. Eight hundred jobs that are going to yep. be dumped on your lap because nobody really wants to give up their personal time. Well, and there's the saying as well: if you want something done, give it to a busy person. Yeah. Because they know how to get stuff done. I prefer, I prefer the uh, Henry Ford, if you want to find out the most quickest and most efficient way to do something, give it to a lazy person and they will find the yeah. quickest and most efficient way. Well, maybe that's why this that's podcast is going to go so well. <laughs> <laughs> we live life on the opposite sides of the coin. <laughs> yeah, we balance each other out that's right. uh, in various ways. We mentioned it about having the important conversations uh, and you mentioned kind of the assumption that that gruff bloke sitting next to you is not... Uh, open to that conversation or, or, or not. Or going through the same thing yeah. you are. Um, and in that, in this case, the gruff bloke next to you is you. Fair enough. Next yeah. to me. Yeah, definitely next to you. Considerably gruffer than well, I am. Um, and We've got a bloke who drives trucks and rides motorbikes and has a tattooed head yeah. with his best mate who, like we just said, is the opposite side of the coin. Yep. You know, the clean cut. I've got tattoos, excuse me. <laughs> Can you see One, them with two, the shirt three, on? Four, five. No, I had a customer on my cafe asked about them I love, today. I love, I love the all of your tattoos, especially the new one. I love the business logo yeah. there. I got the business logo. Mm -hmm. And my husband said, but what if the business fails? Like, well, well, at least I gave it my all. Yeah, this is my first actual cafe that I'm opening. So I want to memorialize that. Not yet. What's the word, though? Immortalize. Immortalize that? Immortalize. Yeah. Memorialize sure. is saying Dead. it's already failed. Um, <laughs> also, I, I, this isn't having a go with my husband. I am really against the attitude of going into something, but what if it fails? 
Yeah, give give it your all until it does. Yeah. Yeah. And I've seen a lot of people... Um, oh, shocking. I saw this post in a Facebook group about someone saying, oh, I've just proposed to my girlfriend and she said yes. What do I need to do to protect myself for if we break up? Wow. I'm like, what? Yeah. Like, Do I, do I need to sign a prenup? What like, are you even mate, thinking about that for? She doesn't want your can of Coke and packet of chips. No, but also, like... If you're thinking at some point we might break up, don't, don't propose. Don't propose. Propose. Marriage is meant to be forever, says yeah. the guy who's been married twice. Yeah, but you didn't think you didn't start either of those marriages thinking, oh, this is probably going to end one day. No, not at all. And I just think you're just creating a self-fulfilling prophecy. Yeah, I, ma- I married my high school sweetheart, had two beautiful children. Yeah. We grew apart. Yeah. We, we are still friends. We hate each other, but we're still friends. And you still do the best things for the girls? I do my best by my kids as much as I can. Yeah. And my new partner is amazing. She is. Very trying. <laughs> but she's amazing for you and she's amazing yeah, for she's, the girls. She does what I want. She does everything she does I what need. I want. She does everything I need. That came out really bad. There's Sorry. a little glimpse Sorry, into babe. the home life. <laughs> um, no, I just... I've, I've taken us off track twice already. That's all right. Um, this is what we do. This is what a conversation is, people. If, just, you, if you start a conversation with a point to get to, chances are you're going to take a railroad in another direction. Yep. And it, it doesn't mean it's a bad thing. And this is relevant to men's mental health because this protecting yourself against things failing keeps that, I think it keeps that failure in your mind. Prevalent, prevalent, definitely, yeah. yeah. And the mind, so I listen to a, a couple of mindset podcasts and the way they talk about the mind is, and you'll understand this as mm-hmm. a guy that rides motorbikes and I, you know, had a scooter for 10 minutes. Until um, <laughs> someone decided they liked it more than you did. Yeah, and just wheeled it out of my driveway. Yeah. I don't know why I didn't see that coming. Um, wherever you look... Th- those that don't ride a motorbike or whatever, um, it's relevant to cars too, but it's particularly relevant if you're on a motorbike. Wherever you look is where you'll go. Yeah, definitely. And that's what they say when you do yeah, your motorbike training, look through the corner. Yeah, don't look at the don't, car oncoming because that's what you'll hit. Yeah, yep. look through and ahead through the corner. And so thinking, <laughs> oh, what if this fails? What if this fails? Yeah. Then your girlfriend, you come out of the bathroom and your girlfriend's opened your phone yeah you know that goes into oh well this might fail because she doesn't trust me yeah and then you know she comes home late from work today and you're thinking that it might fail so oh maybe she's come home late because of this bloke yeah the mind has a stupid and ridiculous way of looking manifesting yeah and confirming things that that whole you know What's the what's the the million dollar idea? The whole ask the ask ask the universe and it'll deliver. If you're putting negativity out into the universe, it's going to come your way. Like yeah. I'm, I'm not a, yep. I'm you know I'm not manifesting, you know, Kate Upton to come and join us in the spa. I don't think that's going to happen. But you know, like hey, we'll put it out there. The positivity is. We there. mentioned Richard Branson last time, and <laughs> he was peeking over the fence trying to steal Damn our straight ideas. He was dog dog nearly got him. Though we were all good. <laughs> Scared him off back to whichever island he owns at the moment. <laughs> yeah, it's a hard life for the rich. Yeah. Ah, oh, dear. One day. We'll one get day, there. one day. 
Hopefully we'll have, we'll have soon. The, a, a no pants island. Yep, that's. I, the, I, think, I think that's your dream anyway. Yeah, but I think Jeffrey Epstein ruined islands for, <laughs> for the rich. Really, it's going to be yeah. really hard for me to have doesn't, a no doesn't, pants doesn't, island. Doesn't Oprah have one? She's eating children on or something. That was the last thing I read. <laughs> hey, Oprah, oh, what's up? Oprah. <laughs> I just heard on the radio her typical day. She gets up at seven. Bloody Branson's back. <laughs> she gets up. No, this is Oprah now. She, she knows we're talking about it. She gets up at seven thirty, and then eats her breakfast and sits for in silence for an hour in her breakfast chair. Then does her wire transfers and writes and signs any checks over a hundred thousand dollars. Wow. Then her and Stedman go and pick their lunch from their garden. Wow. Which is. Obviously, obviously an orchard, yeah. Yeah, and they have the rule: if it's not in the garden, they don't eat it. So they only eat from their own garden. Which, from what I've heard about Stedman, could be the the young boy picking the apples. <laughs> well, maybe the young boy's giving him giving him more attention than Oprah. Um, <laughs> While well, she's sitting there in the for an hour, I'm just I'm just ducking out to the orchard, get a head start, yeah, honey. Yeah, head um, start literally. And then uh, she does work in the afternoon. And then has dinner and sits and watches the sunset. Okay, where where are we going with this podcast no, about? <laughs> saying what a what a day for the rich. Yeah, but that's not the case yeah. for all of us. I wake up in the morning, check my bank account, see if I can afford a can of V. <laughs> As you know, the best mate of someone who owns a coffee shop. I don't eat. I don't drink coffee. <laughs> As the owner of the coffee shop, I don't drink coffee. Um. Anyway, yeah. different. Strokes for different folks, they say. Bank account says negative. No worries. No, yep. no, no food today. I'll we'll, see we'll if I can right. eat by lunchtime. That's it. Uh, Oprah, we'll get there. We'll get some money one day. Maybe we should have the Patreon. People can feel sorry for us now that you've put it out into the world that sometimes you wake up to a negative bank account. It does happen quite regularly. People I, might send us money. I make enough money, though. That should not happen, but I also have a wife that has been mentioned is a big fan of online shopping. Yeah. Again, hi, honey. How are you doing? So let's... Yeah, um, stop. Take it out of the cart. You don't need more sneakers. <laughs> if you are going to send money, send it to Jeff, not the joint <laughs> account. Send it just to yeah. Jeff. Um, but we're talking about... Uh, other things. What were we talking about? Blokes. Yeah. Blokes. Just blokes in general. Blokes. If you if you work with that guy that's grumpy as shit all the time and, you know, covered in tattoos and looks like he wants to tear your head off. Start a podcast with start him. Start a podcast <laughs> with him. <laughs> he might be your best mate. You never know. That's it. It's more, no, the, we, I, I, we got a little bit of feedback from our first couple of episodes about that prejudice and... Like we've said, we we joke about yeah. it. I'm I'm a bit of a rough looking bloke. I'm not. I'm, people who know me know I'm the not one of the nicest guys out there. Not not blowing my own trumpet, but I'm not a I'm not a hard ass. I might look like one, but I'm definitely yeah. not. And I think someone um, to be scared of. I think perception, like prejudice and perception, same thing. Is in is my the mind. Thing. Um, and I think in your case, it's a little bit more of that perception comes before the prejudice or the perception feeds the prejudice i think yeah. in your case because visually you do look no offense of course you do look <laughs> rough and you have got the tattooed head and the sleeve um and the big long beard and the half shaved head and you know 
particularly if you rock up on that loudest fuck motorbike as well. God, I love that bike. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> um, people have this perception which feeds the prejudice, but then once they get to know you, um, they realise the many other facets to you. And I think, yeah, in talking about prejudice and, and perception, it can obviously come in the way and people would make assumptions based on that perception that you're tough and um, As I said earlier, you can gruff, deal with things. Gruff and, gruff and, yeah, and, yeah. yeah. And so... Mate, I'm just as likely to cry as the next fucking woman. Yeah, um, or man. <laughs> or man. That's the point. Like, there's, there's no... There's no... Uh, don't judge a book by its cover is the, the old yeah. saying. You know, we, we've, we've openly spoke about your sexuality and, yep. you know, you're a happily married man. To a so, man. Sometimes, uh, <laughs> sometimes he's happy and you're married, but, you know, <laughs> we won't get into that. Um, it's interesting when I say married, despite it being legal for a number of years and despite gay couples being around forever, people still assume woman. I'm just, I'm just saying, yeah. like, Which, when, when we started this podcast, I was referring to your partner and not knowing how much you were yeah. willing, to, uh, willing to say, but you're pretty much straight up like, yep, yeah, my, my man is, is well, he's an amazing dude. He's one of my good mates as well. It's, um, it's just uh, like, it's actually more effort for me to say partner than husband. Fair enough. Um, because he is my husband and he yeah. is a he. Um, and it's not like I say it to make a point of it, but it is it is his title, I guess. Yeah. I used to have a thing, like a thing about it before we were allowed to get married. Yeah, definitely. Because we'd yeah. been together 10 years before the law changed. Yeah. Um, and because we'd been together for 10 years, people would call him my hubby. Yeah, and you're like, Because that's no. the thing. And I'm like, no, he's not. Yeah. They're like, oh, what do you mean? I'm like, well... Fiance, I'm not going to call him that man, until he's allowed to be. Yeah. Um, and that there was ne- kind of there, my there needed to be a shift. Needed to be a shift in the culture. Yeah. And look, so I guess each of us faces some of that prejudice and perception. Hundred percent. Um, and I think, I think the biggest issue around prejudice is lack of understanding. Yeah. Um, you know, kind of the reverse of seeing you as this gruff, tough bloke that can deal with anything. Yeah. The inclination of prejudging the gay man is softer, not as strong or tough. Um, Mate, outside of my wife, you're my first phone call. You're the you're yeah. The, you're, you're the light that gets me through a lot of situations. If I'm if I'm rock bottom, as they say, you know, like. Not not saying, you know, yeah, yeah. Not 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 at the bottom, but you know, having those dark thoughts and having the troughs you know, we re- mentioned wrestling the the black dog. Yeah, I'll call you up and just or you know, it's most of our conversations are messenger or text message or yeah. whatever you want to call it. I think um, the the toughness the the toughness thing is something that I really don't understand, particularly like particularly people. I don't think it's a lot of people viewing uh, the gay men as softer and less tough is like 
we've been through shit. Yeah, hell yeah. Before yeah. anything. Like, oh, you know, I spent the entirety of my high school life in the closet. Yeah. Which is tough. Um, and while it is probably a contributing factor to some of my mental issues, it's also a large contributing factor to how well I'm able to deal with those mental issues. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I can um, see that. And so anyone out there listening who thinks, you know, that any gay man is going to be less tough and less able to deal with yeah, things. Any, anyone out there who has a problem with gay men, stop listening. All no, right. I'm, I Look, actually want them to keep listening. Really? Maybe, yeah. get, a, maybe get a better understanding of yeah. what, what... And, you know, like, you know at some point... You know, I'm, I could do I'm, a yeah, I'm, I'm a straight man. I'm naked in a spa with a gay man. Doesn't yeah. make me any more gay. No. You know, being, being naked in a spa doesn't make you gay. I'm pretty sure it's got something to do with what I do with your dick. Yes. But <laughs> just having it out is not, doesn't is, is not the thing. Make the thing. Um, yeah, I actually encourage anyone that does have a problem with the homosexual man or the LGBTI QA plus community to keep listening. It gets longer every year. Um, yeah, which a lot of people go, oh, can we stop adding letters? I'm like, well, if the idea of the community is to be inclusive, yeah, definitely. then no, we can't stop adding letters. Yeah. And that's why the plus is there because... Yeah. Whatever else comes up in the know, next 10 minutes. Up until a few years ago, there wasn't the A for um, the asexual. Asexual, which is nothing. Yeah, Basically, which is lack it? of sexual attraction. Yeah, um, that wasn't always included in the uh, acronym. In that, in that, yeah, yeah. And so, as that has become more of an issue that needs to be addressed, and more of uh, a community that needs to be supported, it's become included. Yeah, uh, and that's a big part of the whole point of having the LGBTIQA plus community and the right. umbrella. Yep. As it covers everyone. But people that do have an issue, uh, keep listening because at some point it's going to come up again. Yeah. And I'm happy to educate people about it. We're not, yeah, we're not, we're not here to harp on it. We're here to, no, this is a just I like could I said, harp on it. this is, this is the conversation between two blokes. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, I'm, I am happy to educate people, um, Unfortunately, out there are people within that community that aren't so open to having those more educational conversations. Yeah. They're a little bit more antagonistic when it comes to yeah. being ex presented with different views. Accept me or you're wrong. Yeah. Um, but I'm happy to have that conversation. Just recently, I pulled someone up um, because he asked if uh, someone we both know was gay yeah and i said well why are you asking what difference does it make yeah and he goes, i just want to know i'm like well why do you need to know mm. and he didn't quite get at first why i was asking i'm like well you don't need to know is he going to be your mate no matter if i answer any, any one less, way any less yeah if i answer yes or no is that going to change the way you view him yeah, and I said, is your perception or is the way you treat him going to change based on the answer? And he said no. And I said, well, then you don't need to ask the question. Yeah, then the question's irrelevant, yeah. Like, the only reason I see of trying to find out if someone is a certain sexuality is if you want to root them. True, yeah. Because otherwise it other doesn't than, matter. Other than that, what's the difference, yeah. Yeah, like, 
And so I kind of put that idea into into his head. I think we, uh, if you don't mind me sharing this story, mm. was uh, I, I changed baseball clubs for a little while and helped set up a new t- a new club. And the guy that was trying to set it up was, I said, I'll, I'll get my mate Lee over here. He's fantastic at this sort of thing, getting things up and running. As I mentioned at the start, as, we, as we said at the start, yeah, you've got that Come a that, little ba- CV. that background in the background in community, community and committee type activity. Where I'm just a bloke who likes to hit stuff with a bat, yeah, and make it fun for everybody else is what my my whole goal was yeah and i don't know the the legal side of it and stuff like that which is why i wanted to get you over as a, as a help and the guy that was in charge at that point in time was like oh like no no like i think he's gay and i'm like yeah he he is he's yeah. my best mate like yeah. I, i'm pretty sure i know what he does and he's like oh why don't we get this other guy over from the club who happened to be your partner at the time now, <laughs> yeah. now husband. Yes. He's like, no, no, don't worry about him. Get him over, and I'm like, that's his partner. That's that they, yeah, they're gay together. Yep. I can't word it any better than that. <laughs> like you know, like talking about you know, <laughs> you only need to know if they're fucking each other. They're fucking each other. Yeah, and he was like, oh. What? What? And he was like so fucking thrown and didn't know what to do. Yeah. And he was like, all of a sudden, he hated your partner. And I was like, you were just talking this bloke up. Why does where he put his dick make a fucking difference at the end of the yeah. day? Well, unfortunately, for for people, it does, and there's, and there's various reasons. And it's it's a changing it. environment. I hope. And I, I, I hope do. It's a I lot do. More. I do remember when you did ask me to come across to that club, us having a conversation because it is. <laughs> I fucked that guy off before then, by the way. Yeah. So, yeah. I um. It is in one of the rougher suburbs. Um, this other club, and I was concerned about that kind of idea. Um, you know, I, I had a you meeting. tricked me. I, I had a meeting with the committee. Yeah, and brought it up and said, "This is this guy's my best mate. He's the best man for the job." Yeah, and they were like, "Fuck yeah, bring him over!" Like there yeah. wasn't a, there wasn't an ounce of you tricked me pushback initially because you knew I wanted to coach, so you hired me as coach and then tricked me into becoming the secretary. And president and eventually. President. <laughs> um, and I said, is this going to be an issue? Uh, and you said, if it is an issue, they will no longer be at the club. And I think that speaks obviously to your support of me as your best mate, but I think it speaks more broadly to the idea that we've discussed before about community sports clubs as being accepting and inclusive places. Absolutely. That and no one should walk in the door no matter their experience level to any club and not feel good enough to be there. Yep. No matter whether it's skill level, sexuality, anything. And the club I'm at religion, anything. And the club I'm at now, there are a couple of blokes who are a little bit left of centre. Yeah. In their abilities and personalities. Wait, wait. We said left of centre in episode one and we were talking about fucked up in the head. Are we talking no, left, left, of cent- left of centre? Left of centre sexuality-wise? No, no. I just mean left of centre in okay. terms of their personality. Yep. Uh, and not particularly highly athletic people. Um, and they are just as accepted as the guy that was on an MLB list. Absolutely, yeah. And one of them started his baseball career at another club yep. um, and now he's come to our club and enjoys it considerably more. Um, and the other 
literally <laughs> just rocked up halfway through a game and then just became part of the club. <laughs> do, do you remember at this other club we were talking about where we had the guy show up who didn't even know what hand he threw with? Yeah. And he became yeah. like a staple part of the yep. the it crowd. He was the yeah. he was one of the great guys at that club for a very long time. If he hadn't have gone off to work somewhere, he probably would have ended up on the committee. Yeah. Like he was just around the club and he just became a part yeah. of the club. And you and I both in, in our club endeavours yeah. um, have worked really hard to make that kind of that that, envi- that environment where you, you are welcome no matter what. So that ties back to no prejudice. Pretty much, yeah. That's what we try and... We, we, we don't just preach it on a podcast. We live it in our daily lives. Yeah. And I will, and I have... Um, at at sporting clubs, um, gone out of my way to make other people feel included. Go out of my way to talk to other people about those. You know, you occasionally get people that are a bit on the outer. Yeah. Um, and I've gone out of my way to make sure that there are the avenues for that person that's a little bit on the outer to become uh, a more I'll go back to I'll go back to one thing in sports clubs that's amazing and you can really do to include if you've got a mate at work or a guy at work that's not really yep. in the fold as as you know, like you the guy that's on the outer, give that guy a nickname. Give it a nickname that makes him feel like he's a cool yep. part of the yep. team. And if everyone starts calling him that, he he's gonna come out of his shell that little bit more. Like the power of a nickname is ridiculous in my mind. Like yeah. But you can't give yourself one. You can't give yourself one. There's a guy at the club at the moment who really wants a nickname. And yeah. he's nominated what his nickname would he would like his nickname to be. Yeah. And so I can guarantee you for the rest of the time that he's at the club, he will only ever be known by his actual name. Because of that trying because to... Because he's going, he no, no, I think you should call me this. Like, no chance. I've got, I've got a mate whose nickname is Flappy because he just could not we couldn't get a nickname to stick no matter what we tried he's got a name that was really cool to get a nickname to stick yep. but nothing stuck and he's like i just need a nickname i don't care if it's you know this or that or flappy and that was it from then on he was flappy it's flappy. <laughs> great um i don't particularly like what most people call me as a nickname most people call me leroy yeah which i don't like because it's common every lee is leroy I always call you Willie, but that's just because that's what your mum calls you. Yeah, well, that's the on, that's, on the field anyway. I was really the fact hoping, that we're naked in a spa. <laughs> I'm not going to call you Willie right now. <laughs> I was really hoping. Um, so, uh, someone who has a nickname, and it took me years to actually learn what her real name was, is the one that started calling me that around the club after she heard mum call me Willie. Yeah. And I really hoped it would take off. And. It probably didn't because I pushed a little bit too hard. I name I wrote my name on the back of the helmet as Willie, yeah, instead of just Lee or Leroy, yeah. Um, and so there's probably four people at the club that call me that, yeah. Um, you included, yeah. Um, the person who gave me the nickname, uh, and one or two others, but my husband's nickname at the club is Wonka. Wonka, because of Willy Wonka. But everybody calls him Wonka. And he doesn't get you. And I don't get Willy. (laughs) So there must be people that have come down to the club and be like, I've got one of those. I've got one of those shit nicknames where they just change one letter of your name. So, you know, you've got your Steve-O's and your Dan-O's and your fucking, all the rest of it. I'm 
Jeff, so I'm Joff. Like, yeah. It's like my last name starts with an O. <laughs> so, like, they yep. literally just chuck one of those letters Joffa. forward a little bit. There we go. There's Joffa over there. Um, yeah. And so kill that bloke with the gold jacket at Collingwood fucked it for everyone. Wonka is well known around the club as Wonka, but yeah. I'm not sure how many people actually know that Why? the reason is because Why? he's <laughs> married to Willie yeah. and it's Willie Wonka. But yeah. um, there you go. If you want to include someone, give them a nickname. Yeah. Nicknames are amazing. The guy that we were talking about who couldn't pick out which hand he's through with yep. gave him the nickname of Big Dog. Yeah. And he still calls himself Big Dog to this day. <laughs> right. Oh, there's some great ones. There's yeah. ones that you don't say to their face as well, which is well, fine. Look. I'm not talking about the ne- the negative nicknames. I'm trying to keep this in the positive realm. No, there are some. All right. There, there are yeah. playfully negative nicknames. Yeah, like Showbag. Mm. Mm. Why is he called Showbag? Because because he's full of shit. Uh, um. Anyway, that was a vague conversation about prejudice. <laughs> Except it didn't go anywhere near where we thought we, nah, we were going. Off. But it we, got it it. we got it. We got it. Same as we ticked off anxiety last week. Prejudice sorted. Done. One more problem done. Uh, if guys, if you want to give us any feedback, you know, <laughs> hit us up on the socials and give us something to talk about. Yep. We're going to be here in the spa anyway. We might as well have something that's going to entertain you guys. Yeah. So we talk a lot. So if you would like that talk to be slightly more relevant to and, something and, you're interested and, in, and if our technical equipment works. We won't talk for three hours in the spa. Well, the battery, <laughs> the battery thing said it had two thirds battery. Yep. And to be fair. It did get record two thirds of the. Tell you what, episode. you missed. You guys missed some gold though. You missed some gold. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> um, you, yes. you, miss, you miss more of this inane waffling that we do. Yep. Uh, hit us up on socials if you want to get in touch, uh, as our listener did to get us to try and talk about prejudice. Um, I think we nailed it. Yeah. If you're liking what we're doing, then subscribe on your favourite podcast platform. Give us a review uh, and share and tell your friends. Only give us a review if it's five stars. If you've got anything else, leave us a message. Yeah, no, I said said in my Two Drink Cinema podcast, I'm like, if you like what you're doing, leave us a review. If you don't like it, uh, email us. Shut the fuck up. (laughs) Email us and we'll tell you what we think about your review. Thanks for listening. Uh, One more episode next week and then one more after that. Like, not one more, like we're going to be done. That's at five. it. That's, it was a high five. Yeah. Where's, yeah. Where, where's Branson and Oprah? Where are they? More, more episodes <laughs> to come. Thanks for listening to another episode of No Pants, No Problems. Make sure you subscribe on your favorite platform so you don't miss an episode. Join the conversation by following us on Facebook and Twitter at No Pants Pod. If you or someone you know needs support around their mental health, there are many support services available. Check the show notes for links. This episode is produced by Odd Socks Entertainment, music composed by Shane Cole-Hayhow and introduced by Matt Pankhurst. Bye for now.